So have you ever asked God, what do you have for me next? And did you ever sit and wait for his answer? I know I have, and it's excruciating to say the least. But when we sit in that silence, we get so much clarity from him. I promise you that, my friend. If you're struggling and not knowing which way to go, you have tried different things, you're consuming so much content because that's what we do on social media. But sometimes God's just saying, child, sit down and let's be still so you can hear his voice. And this is what my guest and I are talking about today on the show, but we're also going to bust into the fact of, in the topic of aging backwards, I mean... That alone should spark you to stay till the end because it's really incredible how the body works. But I wanted to share with you that her story of sitting in the stillness really can be life-changing for the course and trajectory of your life. I know for me, I sat one summer because I didn't know my next move after I was in my fitness business for 10 years. I just didn't know what God had for me. And in order for me to hear his voice, I had to sit in the wait. So if that's you right now, take some time, take some quiet time, sit still, open up your mind, your heart, your ears to what God is trying to tell you. And guess what? He'll give you the next right steps. I promise you that. Well, let's get to this of how we can age backwards. And I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode and connect with my guest when it's over. If you have any questions, please reach out. Enjoy this show. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hey guys, we're back with a new episode and I hope you're having an amazing day so far. This is a great way for you to kick off your week as a climber, and I want to thank you for being here on Addicted to the Climb. I know you have a busy life, but you chose to listen to this episode today, and I know it's going to just fuel you in a new way. That's what we're about here. So I brought on a friend of mine who I want to share a little bit about her. She, I, I want to tell you actually how we met. I met her in the mastermind that I've been in for a while, nine months. I cannot believe we're coming to a close of this nine-month journey that a group of women have been on together. And I met my guest in person at the launch of the mastermind in California, which was amazing. And 
just formed a beautiful friendship with her. So I said, at some point, I'm having you on my show because ladies, and I know a lot of you are ladies, women that are listening here. I do have some men, but she's going to help us get healthier in our minds and bodies today. So buckle up. But her name, it she goes by Lisa Liu. You can follow her. We're going to give you all the social media handles. So stay tuned. You can reach out to her. But it's Lisa Ardell, and she is very passionate about helping women over 40 live their best, most confident years yet. I mean, ladies, if you're over 40, life is just starting. Okay. Let's just know that right now. I hear too many times, oh, I'm too old. I'm too this. No, life is just starting. But Lisa's heart and mission is to help women of all ages really start living a bold, intentional life right where they are. Her heart for her health stems from her own years of figuring out how to help herself with a combination of a poor family health history combined with autoimmune conditions, chronic fatigue, and congenital heart defects. She was motivated to make significant shifts so she could give herself the best chance of a life lived vivaciously, boldly, confidently, and energetically. I'm so excited, Lisa, to have you on the show today. Welcome, girl. Girl, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and so blessed and honored to get to speak to your amazing group of women and some men. Thank you for having us. Well, you know, before we kick this off, I want to jump into something kind of fun. What is new and exciting for you right now in your life? New and exciting. Wow. Well, that's not a super short topic, but I'll try to make it super as short as I can. Um, So I just shared with you a little bit offline how God has really had me in this pause. He's had me in a quiet place. I don't know what else to call it. If there wasn't already a book and a movie called A Quiet Place, I'd probably write a book called The Quiet Place (laughs) because that's literally where he's had me. I am a creative and I am constantly thinking and creating and developing and been an entrepreneur since the seventh grade. So my brain never stops. And six months ago, God supernaturally pulled the plug on all of it. He pulled the plug on my thoughts. He pulled the plug on my creativity. He pulled the plug on my, I I hate to say ambition, but really thinking back, it was even my ambition. And I had no choice, but just to stand with arms open and go hands open and say, what do you have for me next? What is it that you want? What is wrong with me that I can't seem to move forward or even understand what my next steps are in my business? And through these six months, he has spoken to my heart. This is my time for you. This is your time for healing. And there has been trauma in my childhood and trauma in my adulthood that as an Enneagram seven, Kelly, I don't know if you know anything about the Enneagrams, but I'm a seven. We're super friendly and bubbly and we do not do confrontation and we do not do sadness. Well, that's a problem when there's things that you need to deal with, right? And so this year, God got a hold of me and he said, this is the year that it's time to start dealing with it. So I started trauma therapy. I have been quiet before him. I haven't created a new thing. Couldn't have if I wanted because I couldn't even rub two brain cells together in this category. It's like he literally pulled the plug. So what is new and exciting? Well, just a little over a week ago, he started to give me permission to think through my next steps. And how do I know it was him? Because as quickly as it turned off in my spirit, it turned back on. And it's like he knew I was ready to relinquish all of it to him. 
So I'm currently in a course um, and getting my certification. It's called High Performance Health Coaching. And basically, it is allowing me to take clients, do an age test with them, a biological age test. So you have however many birthdays you've had. That's your chronological age. But your body is actually aging oftentimes either faster or slower, okay? I'm going to be able to take that test and help individuals to reverse the clock. So let's say you're here and you're 40 years old. You get your biological age test back and it says you're 65. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's 25 years older. Never fear. There are things that we can do actually incredibly practical tactical, tangible things that we can do, put in place to start aging those years backwards. So as I knew this is probably where I was going, I knew there was something more. And that's what God has began begun to release. There is going to be a very big faith component that comes with this. This is for faith-based women, because here's what I hear. Not only do I hear what you said, Kelly, I'm too old, right? But I also hear, well, God knows the number of hairs on my head. He knows my days. So what are you going to do? That is called absolution of responsibility. You would not do that with your finances and you wouldn't do it with your relationships. Well, if I'm meant to work, God will bring a job to my door. Well, if I'm meant to have a husband, he'll bring him, you know, to my doorstep, right? We don't do that in other areas in our life, but we get to our health and we assume it is what it is. These are my family genetics. This is my health history. These are my knees now at age 30. This is my back now at age 40. And it's all going downhill from here. So what am I going to do? God knows my days. Yes, God knows your days. He also gave you massive responsibility and stewardship over your body. That's where I come in. And that's where the faith piece comes in as well. So that's what's new and exciting. That's about as nutshell as I can get it. And I'm fired up about the next steps. Oh my gosh. I am fired up to go through this with you. I cannot wait. It, it's a little scary to think of how old you might be though, at whatever age you are, no matter how old you are. But this is an amazing, interesting as can be um, type of program that everybody should be doing. So I'm excited for you and I can see your passion and you uncovered so much in what you just talked about. I don't even know where to start. You know where I want to start? First, I just want to touch upon something that you said, God had you quiet for six months. Can we just talk about that for a minute? Because lately I have been working with some of my one-on-one -on -one clients and they're stuck in the silence. And it's very uncomfortable, Lisa. And you can speak on that firsthand because as you know, as a woman, maybe even as a mom, we like to be busy. We, we don't like to sit still, typically. And I know for me, high performers like us, women that are doing things and making an impact in the world, it's very hard to sit still even in the presence of God. We have our faith and we believe and we trust. But what do you speak? How do you tell the, the woman right now that is in that place right now to just hang on tight, hang on tight? How did you hang on tight, Lisa, through that? 
No, that is an amazing question. Kelly, before I answer that, can I just can I just thank you for what you're doing for women? You have been so consistent for so long and you bring such value and such a service. Everybody within the sound of your voice is so blessed to be here. So when I say I'm honored to be here, I truly am so honored to be here. So I just I just want to pause and say that. I meant to say that at the beginning and I just I have to keep gonna make me cry. Thank oh, you. You're amazing. I'm thank grateful you. for you. And I know everybody listening right now is going, yes, yes. That's what I would say if I was on with her too. So there you go. Thank you. Um, yeah, no. So that's such an excellent question. I kept pressing. Why? What is, what do you, what do you want from me? Why? And it actually, I got to be honest, I'm a little thick. It took me two months to realize it was the Lord. I thought something was just wrong with me. I thought I had reached burnout. I thought I had reached overwhelm. I thought just too much had happened this year. I walked into 2023 and my not my four-legged little companion of nine years, his name is Poppy. Um, we came home from a New Year's Eve get together and he was gone. We couldn't find him. We searched the neighborhood. And at 1230 in the morning, my husband came to me and said, I'm not sure that it's him, but I'm pretty sure I just found him on the, the busy road that we live right next to. He was unrecognizable and he was he was, he had passed, um, but from a horrible, tragic death, right? That threw me on my heels. If you've ever lost a beloved pet, you know how sad that is. One month later, I was misdiagnosed. I actually had a ruptured appendix. They misdiagnosed me, sent me home. Two days later, it had ruptured. I was on the brink of death. And then I spent the next two months. This is this year, okay? This was entering 2023. Mm -hmm. I turned 50 last November. So this was my 50th so far. For two months, I dealt with this excruciating pain in my back. We couldn't figure out what it is. We found out it actually happened during my surgery. Now, it was an appendectomy, but it ended up rupturing a disc in my back that ended up sitting on a nerve and causing excruciating pain. Two months, we had no idea what was going on. Okay, so there was that. Then there's extra trauma I can't even go into right now that started layering on in April. You take the last 10 years of things that I have not dealt with and then childhood things that I never dealt with. After two months of going, what's wrong with me? What, what, why, why can I not even think? I used to be able to go for walks and just think and just ideas would just flood my mind. Lord, I'm an empty, I'm empty. Literally there's air between my, my ears. <laughs> I can't think of anything. And I was out on a walk and I felt him speak to my spirit. This is my time with you. I need your attention. That's how I knew. So what I was say to anybody listening is if you know it's the Lord. Now, when you don't know, I didn't know this was him right at the beginning, but I was trusting him, but I didn't know. If you know that this is him, just keep pressing in. My hands are open. I'm here for whatever it is you're wanting to show me. Please speak to my spirit. What do you want me to learn in this season? If you don't know, if you are where I was for those first couple months going, what's wrong with me? Ask the Lord, is this you? I didn't do that soon enough. Is this you? Are you having me in this quiet place? And then why? What would you have me learn right now? And please help me to have the faith enough to receive whatever it is you want me to, to hear from you. That is so beautiful. It really is. And I know, like I said, it's very hard to do that. I mean, Lisa, I don't know if I ever shared with you, but I was in that exact quiet space from being in my fitness industry for 10 years into transitioning to what I'm doing next, I felt like you, there was just nothing. And I'm very creative. I love writing. Nothing was happening. And I was scared like you. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm just burnt out on what I'm doing. And I 
don't even know what I'm going to do anymore, but I love your answer. It was so beautiful. And it's asking God, just getting in tune and surrendering because he, his ways are always going to lead us in the way we should go. And so that's what you did. And look at the beautiful beginning. This is a beautiful new beginning that he birthed in something that's going to be incredible for so many people. So guys, you're listening, you're in these tough moments. And I just had to touch on this because so many people are, and they get nervous and afraid and just, just know that there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. If you can just hang on and trust him that he will lead you where you're supposed to go and always reach out for help. If you need help, I mean, maybe you do need a mentor therapy, like whatever it is, it's okay to ask for help too. So I just wanted to say that as well. Well, okay. Thank you for sharing. And I want to get into what made Lisa, Lisa, why are you Lisa Lou Fitness? What drove you first? I just want you to take a step back for a minute um, into the fitness industry. Why were you so passionate about helping others? Tell us about your own journey of um, being unhealthy. A few things that I mentioned in your bio that yeah. led you to where you are today. I would love to hear about that. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so first of all, at 50 years old, I have been strength training for 35 years almost. 35 years I've been strength training. So I have been fascinated and interested in the human body and fitness since I was a teenager, right? Since I was a mid-teenager. And as I started rolling into my 20s, I was trying to think of how old I was at my first diagnosis. Um, but it was, we'll just say in my twenties is basically when I got all of my diagnoses, is that plural <laughs> for diagnoses? Um, so it started with PCOS. PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Uh, I was, I was diagnosed with that early on. I had, um, Hashimoto's thyroiditis was probably the biggest hit for me. It's also incredibly common among women. It is low thyroid, but it was massively, massively affecting my life. My knees starting in my twenties were uh, pretty messy because I was teaching in graduate school. So my master's is in exercise science. And for my graduate assistantship, I was teaching online, uh, not online. We didn't have online at the time. I was doing a TV show, actually a local TV show, and I was teaching my classes. So I was teaching 12 step aerobics classes a week on three risers. So if you know what a step is, you know what a riser is, and you know that three is insane, especially if you're five foot tall. <laughs> yes. So my knees were screaming. And I remember going to the doctor who told me, you have the beginnings of chondromalacia patella. So basically the, the, the tissue that gives you that absorption was starting to wear away. I was wearing it away. I was in my twenties and he said, you need to make massive changes. And I remember going back into my classes and even on the TV show and having to suck it up and literally put tape on the floor. So I didn't even have this step. I just had the tape outline of the step because I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to end up with two knee replacements by the time I'm 30 years old. Right. I knew I needed to make a change. So anyway, one of these things led into another, you add in, uh, oh, and then congenital heart defects. So, um, superventricular tachycardia, when my oldest was four, I believe I was diagnosed with that. That is a very rapid heart rate that will happen. Even if like you bend over to tie your shoe, all of a sudden your heart rate goes, mine would very easily get up to 220 beats a minute. 
from tying my shoe. So, you know, went to the doctor, found out I had that. They wanted to do surgery. I said, please tell me what I can do other than surgery. Long story short there, I've been able to not have surgery, but that was something I was born with. Also mitral valve prolapse and, and just my valve alone. One of my valves is not, um, functioning the way that it should. I'm doing good. However, they just have to keep an eye on it every year. Right. So, and I could go on and on now, family history, terrible family history of knees, bad knees literally run in almost every woman in above me. <laughs> and then uh, obesity, diabetes, my grandfather and my uncle died at 49 and 50 years old from heart disease. So all of this to say on paper, it's a hot mess, right? It's a hot mess. So that's what drew me further into this industry. And more so than just fitness, I wanted to know health. I wanted to understand integratively, what can I do from a whole person approach? That's not just medication. That's not just surgery. There's times for surgery. Mine was, that wasn't the case for me. What can I do to get on top of my health in the most natural way possible right now so that when I'm, this is in my twenties and early thirties. So when I'm 40, so when I'm 50, so when I'm 60, I'm set up. Right. So that's what spurred me on. And then as I started taking on more clients, so many of them were mirroring me, autoimmune conditions, knee problems, heart issues, like you name it. It was like I was coaching me, which was actually really exciting because I was ahead of the game. I knew what to do because I had you know worked so hard on fixing myself. So that that's really why I'm here. That's how you know, I've been 31 years now in this industry, and I feel like I'm really just getting started because every year I learn more. Um, I'm a constant student, and I'm I'm just always excited about those next steps of revelation that God gives me that, you know, whether it's through technology, new science, new data, it fascinates me, and I, I just love it, and I love, love, love taking a woman that I just, I get it. I get her. I know where you've been, baby girl. I know. And insomnia, insomnia plagued me most of my life. Guess what? It flows uphill. So many people in my family dealt with insomnia. So these are all things that I have so much compassion because I've been there. I've lived it. And it's just my heart's desire to help shorten that learning curve for women. Wow. That is incredible. I mean, you're so proactive. I mean, so many of us, like you said, sit back. This is what the doctor said. This is what they told me. This is how it is. It is what it is. No, it is not. Today is your new day, people, that if something is not right in your body or you're over 50 even, you know, over 40, over 50, over 60, that is not your end game. It's not over until it's over. And there's so much work that you can do. You can reach out to Lisa. You can reach out and find the answers that you are longing to have instead of suffering through it. And I love how proactive you are and how passionate you are from everything you've been through to help other people that they don't have to do this alone. And you're the perfect person to take someone through. But I, I do want to talk about the knees for a second because ladies, seriously, if you haven't been on our Instagram and seen this woman dance, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. She can break it down better than JLo. And I'm not even joking. Like it's crazy. She breaks it down to the floor and back up again. You wouldn't think she had one problem with her knees ever or an issue. I mean, it's, it really is Lisa. Can you just 
talk to me about, so you've never had a knee replacement and right. I want to know this. How did you repair your, the strength in your knees actually to do what you do that to dance the way you dance? Was there, is there anything you can give maybe a tip to someone that's maybe suffering a little bit and have bad knees without going for knee surgery? Sure. Yeah. And you know, it's a little bit of a loaded question because without understanding exactly where you are, exactly what's going on, is the cartilage already gone? You know, what, what, what right. degree are you talking about? One of the things that I did, I was in my twenties. I listened to the doctor. I got off the step. So I was able being young enough to, to repair before I had gone too far. Mm -hmm. However, I do have some tips to give women. Number one, it starts with diet. It absolutely has to start with your nutrition because when you are eating processed foods, what, what is happening is you are adding inflammation to all of the joints of your body. And there are some joints that are going to suffer more than others. So number one, if all you did focusing on nutrition, let's just keep it brass tacks as simple as possible. Forget macros, forget how much of this and how much of that. Just as simple as possible. Quit eating packaged foods and keep your foods as unprocessed as possible. What do I mean by that? A package that has, you know, 20 ingredients, that is a highly processed food. Chicken that had to go through a processing procedure. However, you have to do that to not eat a raw chicken. So yes, it's processed, but it's not highly processed. Do you see the difference? So Oreos, highly processed. Chicken, not highly processed, but minimally processed. So if all you did was do that, you're going to begin to set the foundation for, for improvement. I don't want to say complete healing, but for massive improvement. That's step one. That's foundational. You can put all the herbs and the protocols and the exercises in place. And if that is still something you're working against, it's going to be an uphill battle and it's going to be very frustrating. So that would be tip number one. Mm -hmm. Tip number two is it may not be your knees. And this is what I mean. Do the knees hurt? Yes. But do you know most often the issue is with the ankles or the hips? That is causing the knee pain. Now, if you've been to the doctor and he says, you know, oh, you've got three, you know, you've got torn meniscus and, you know, all these other ACL injuries. Well, that's an injury to the knee. But if your knees are in pain, it may actually be due to weak ankles and hips. So what do you do about it? I am a huge pro proponent of mobility conditioning. Mobility and flexibility are very, very different, okay? Flexibility means you are stretching the muscles and the joints and tendons, but you are stretching them typically through a holding pattern past the point typically of where they would be just in day-to-day -day life, right? Mobility is the range of motion at the joints themselves. So if you think about anybody you know who would drop something on the floor and struggle to bend down and pick it up, that is a lack of mobility somewhere, maybe many places in their body. We don't want that. We want to age independently. So for healthy knees, one of the best things you can do is work on the mobility at the ankle level and at the hip level. Strength and mobility do go hand in hand, but mobility conditioning in particular is of huge value. That's tip number two. It may not be coming from your knees. The knees may just be taking the brunt of the, the ankles and the hips not being mobile enough. Number three, this is just a very practical tip that anybody listening can literally do either right now, unless they're driving, or, or tonight. Walk backwards for 10 minutes. 
I know this sounds really unusual. Make sure your space is safe. Of course, I have to say that. You do not have to go fast. But what walking backwards is doing is it's actually helping to strengthen muscles around the knee joint and it's putting in place a foundation of support that has been missing. How often do we walk backwards? I don't, I've never walked backwards before I started working on my knees. It is one of the simplest things you can possibly do. Add on to that, doing some, just get, you can get against the wall, hold on to something and doing some calf raises. Actually leaning into the wall and doing some calf raises is very, very beneficial for the same reason. And the last exercise I'll give you that you can do, this is all under tip three exercises specifically to help with that knee pain, inflammation, all the things, is to do what's called a tibialis anterior stretch. So basically, or, uh, or movement, not just a stretch. So it's kind of the opposite of a calf raise. You could lean back against the wall and just with straight legs, lift your toes as high as you can. Does that make sense? So the weight's in your heels and you're lifting the toes. That's working the tibialis anterior, which is running the front portion of your, of your leg. You'll see when you lift your toes, you'll see that little muscle pop. That is another exercise. So those three exercises, just two sets of 20, of that in the calf raises three to four days a week, plus walking backwards 10 minutes a day, you may be shocked at how you can um, really relieve some of that pain. And at the same time, make sure you're working on mobility for the ankles and the hips. Wow. I am taking so many notes. This <laughs> is incredible stuff because listen, we don't, how would we know, right? Like I, you wouldn't know unless you know. And so this is so informative and this is going to benefit so many people right now. I'm going to do it tonight. I can't wait. I'm going to walk. My husband's going to be like, are you walking? Why are you walking backwards? Well, <laughs> it's a long story, but I still think it's good for, even though I don't have knee issues, I right. think that's still a great thing to start doing now. Like you said, you don't even have to have the knee issues Listen, these are things that are going to improve your mobility, your joints, and everything else. So, Lisa, those were amazing tips. Thank you so much. And now I just want to switch over a little bit to talk about mindset and faith because this, you know, I cater to faith fueled women. I want to always just encourage people to deepen their faith. And I want to just talk about how faith has played a role in your life in general. Can you just talk to us a little bit about that? Were you always faithful? Did you grow up a Christian? How, how did your, tell us about your faith walk a little bit. So this is a fun story. You've probably not heard this story before, Kelly. So I grew up in a hippie home. <laughs> I grew up in a very hippie home. My mama and I are still very close. I'm very blessed to still have her. She's four houses down. Um, and she was a full-blown hippie, full-on with the LSD experiences, the out-of-body experiences, Woodstock. You know, we had uh, incense going at our house all the time. I could roll a mean joint by the time I was two because I watched it happen all the time. We grew our own weed. I mean, when I say hippie, I know, right? We encompass like, hippie. I'm dying. <laughs> I know, I know. Wait, it gets better. It gets better. So I didn't. I never rolled my own joint. Here's what's crazy. I've still never had pot to this day. I'm 50 years old. Grew up with it all around me. Never have even been. I've just never. I've just never. I don't know. Maybe because I was around it so much, it wasn't like this 
big taboo thing. But when I was very little, when I would watch them roll their own joints, so if this is new to you, okay, I'm educating your audience on something they didn't know they were coming here for, <laughs> but never seen a joint rolled before, at least back in the day. I couldn't tell you how it's done today, but you would have this tray and you would separate the seeds, seeds from the actual plant. And to do that, you would just kind of keep moving the, the plant, if you will, the dried plant up on this tray and the seeds would fall. Well, I would go and find the seeds when they were done and I would eat them because you could put them right in between your teeth and it was like they would, it was like make a little pop. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. So I didn't eat them by the handfuls, but I would let them pop between my teeth. Okay. I'm getting to a point. I promise. <laughs> my mom, if you guys can't see us, but my jaw is like open. Like I'm like, we're, first of all, were you high as a, did that make you high? So I think now it did. Okay. So when I was in my thirties, I remember thinking back to all these hallucinations I would have. And I would say, mama, do you remember when I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would be screaming in the bathroom? So I would have these hallucinations where I would be like running in place, but I was actually in the bathroom and I couldn't get back to my bedroom because my feet wouldn't move. Now I know it was hallucinations. I remember little, I would sit in this one place in this one house that we lived and little Bigfoot men would come walking out of the wall and walking over my lap and across to the other wall. I now know those were hallucinations. So yes, I'm pretty sure I hallucinated on pots. <laughs> but to your question, no, I didn't grow up with You did not grow up with Jesus in that house. <laughs> My mom was always searching, though. She was always searching for the truth, and she did land on Jesus. So great ending to that story. She wow. did. So we joke about it all today. So she, she ended up on Je with Jesus, but I didn't come to faith in Christ until I was 20 years old. Um, I was 20 years old before I came to faith in the Lord, and literally it was during the Persian Gulf War. I knew just enough about the Bible because I was raised in Christian churches from my probably early teens till I was out of the house. So I had heard scripture. I had heard the Bible. I just didn't have my own relationship. But we were in the middle of the Persian Gulf War. And I was like, this is the end of times. I've heard enough about the end of times. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to hell. I don't know the Lord. So that's really how I came to faith in Christ. I literally went to him and said, I don't know if I'm going to go be with you at this point, And I really need to be sure that I am. So from 20, that's when my life really, really started changing. Now, I didn't know who I was till I was 40, <laughs> but that's when I got to know the Lord. And I say that actually tongue in cheek, but very seriously at 40, I really feel like life really just started for me. And I can tell you at 50, I would, by the way, let me, let me back up. If you're here and you're not 50 yet, let me tell you, it is freaking amazing. Even though this year has been hard, the day I turned 40, I couldn't wait to turn 50. Wow. I have never been so excited about a birthday in my life because in my mind, all I could think of was how much closer to the Lord can I be by 50? How many more women can I have served by 50? How much more can I have hacked these autoimmune conditions? How much better can I feel? How much more fit can I feel? How much healthier can I feel? How much of an impact can I make in the next decade? That was where my eyes were laser focused for 10 years. And I walked into 50 
pumped about turning 60. Let me tell you, this next decade, I have so many plans. There are so many things that God is still continuing to do, continuing to refine on me. I'm just getting started all over again. That's what I said at 40 and here I am at 50. I'm just getting started again because guess what? With every year, with every decade, with every new life situation, with everything that happens, it is a new opportunity for God to show us more that we look back 10 years ago and go, no clue. But like you said, you don't know what you don't know. And in 10 years, I'm going to be looking back to right now going, I have no clue. Look at what all I've learned. Look at all the people I've served more. Look at how much more I've grown. Look at all the adventures I have. People, I roller skate. I rock climb. I dance. I go to the trampoline park without kids, with my friends. Life is just starting. It can get better. It can be more fun. It can be exhilarating and vivacious and bold and confident and incredible. You've got to make the choice that that's what you want. And then you have to go after it hard. And the cool thing is it obviously, it, it honestly doesn't take huge shifts except for the mind. That's the huge shift. It's small lifestyle choices, but the mind is the battleground. That's where the big massive shift comes. Kelly, did you know that you can have a gene for Alzheimer's and dementia that makes you more prone to get it? So of the people, they did a they did a study and of the people who had that gene, 47% of them did not get Alzheimer's and dementia. And they wanted to know why, why is it? So they did some research and what they found is those who were excited about aging, who had a great mindset around aging, 47% of those with that gene that made them more prone to get Alzheimer's and dementia and more cognitive decline didn't go there. And that's because the way they saw their future, the way they thought about their present and their future impacted their very code going on in their body. That's powerful stuff, my friend. Oh my gosh. You just, I mean, that was just a preaching session that I will never forget. I mean, <laughs> we can stop right now. I'm going to shut this off. I mean, listen, I am fueled up Lisa in oh. more ways than I can even explain. And I know my listeners are too. You are a hope dealer, mm -hmm. a faith maker, a peace giver. And I'm just so appreciative of everything you just shared with us to empower and educate and inspire everyone listening to this message today in so many ways. I mean, this, this, I didn't even know what to expect today. I thought we were going to talk fitness and <laughs> I love everything you shared. And I mean, gosh, I, I was going to ask you one of my questions, what keeps you climbing? You covered that one from A to Z because <laughs> hope keeps you climbing, future keeps you climbing, vision keeps you climbing, and that's what we all need to focus on. Not the woe is me, not the pity party that we've been through. It's now, guys. It's your time to shine is right now on what's ahead of you, not what's behind you. And I know that Lisa does that so beautifully as hard as her life has been. Listen, this woman has been through more than we can even fathom. I mean, from childhood to the mother doing what she did in front of her, 
and all in between to all the things she's been through in her own physical body. But what it comes down to, like you said, Lisa, is what's between your ears. When you go to bed at night, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking about? Are you dwelling on the old stories or are you embracing what's to come and how you can better yourself? That's what we're here to do to help others do as well. And your outlook is just, I mean, listen, I'm going to tell you another secret, everybody. My 50th birthday is soon. And to me, like, I'm not scared or anything, like a little bit, but I don't know. I wasn't thinking about it the way you just taught me to think about it. And I'm so grateful that I have a new outlook on turning 50 because it's a milestone. I mean, that's a big birthday. And I know for women, it's different than men. I mean, I only work with women, but it just, you know, our age and skin and things are different and it's hard to accept sometimes, but I'm going to embrace my birthday and get ready to see it all over social. I'm going to post about it, <laughs> but I'm going to embrace it in a different way. And I'm just so thankful that you shared all that you did about aging backwards. It's never too late. We can all take on a new, healthier mindset right now, no matter where we are or where we've been. And Lisa, you're just the most beautiful person. Now you guys see why I love this girl and I wanted her on my show to share with you. I want you guys to get to know her. I want you to reach out to her, connect with her because she might have a solution for you right now that I don't have. So connect with her. Lisa, tell us where you want them to connect. Yeah. You know what? If anything about the program that I told you that God is birthing in me speaks to you, if that's something that you're like, um, yeah, I'm super interested in that. I would love for you to find me on Instagram. That's going to be probably the easiest way to find me. I'm at Lisa Lou Fitness. That's L-O-U, Lisa Lou Fitness. And I want you to DM me the word waitlist. And I will be sure that you are one of the first to know when this is released so that, that you can, you can be in this first group that I'll be able to serve and really help you to age backwards. And I want to say one more thing, Kelly, one of the other things that spurs me on is legacy. So my health history, my family health history is, is bananas, right? I don't, I'm done. Like that stops with me. That was my decision. This was my stake in the ground. This was my flag in the sand. No more. This doesn't go any further. So that was very important to me was legacy that I was going to leave a good health legacy that my kids were not going to be taking care of me earlier than they needed based on my lifestyle choices. That was so important to me. So if that resonates with you, if you're here and you're thinking, yeah, that's me too. When we fear any birthday, it's because what we see on the other side of it is doom, death, and destruction. I mean, I know that sounds dramatic, but honestly, we all know people that age way too fast. We all know people that go downhill way too early. They're in wheelchairs. They're falling. They're breaking their hips. They're dead by 70, right? And we're like, this is my future. Well, it is if you don't do something about it. But the good news is, you have so much opportunity. It's just a matter of taking the steps in the right direction. That's how you change your outlook on the future. It's not a Pollyanna 
be excited for no reason. It's be excited because you've decided to do something about it. You've decided that that expedited age package that's happening on your life right now, it's not going to be your story. It's not going to be your legacy. You're going to work it backward, not so that we can be 20 again, but so that we can feel like we did in our 20s and our 30s. And I can tell you that for a fact, because at 50, I feel better than I did in my 20s. Remember what a wreck I was back then? I don't have the energy. I didn't have the energy than I do today. So it's possible. You just have to make the decision. You have to be intentional and you have to take the steps. I would love to hear from you. Oh, amen. That is so true. Intentional, take the steps, the action. That's it. It always comes down to one small choice that we all get to make. It's that easy, you guys. This is your wake up call. Okay, everyone. Lisa, I am just feeling so blessed that you shared what you shared today. I know my listeners are just so encouraged right now as well that this is a new beginning, a fresh start. And I'm just so thankful for you and all that you do for the world and all the women in your circles and who's yet to come. So thanks for coming today. Guys, reach out to her. I will put the links in the show notes. And if you have any questions about anything else, please, you can reach out to me. And the most important thing is if this episode resonated with you and you feel fired up, please, please share on your socials, share with a friend, have them listen, tag us. We, uh, we do this for you, not just that we can have this conversation on the phone. We're doing this for you to share information that you might not have known about unless you tuned in to Addicted to the Climb. So thanks again. And Lisa has, Lisa, what's your podcast? She has a podcast as well. Yes, it's called The Lisa Lou Show. So again, Lisa Lou, L-O-U, The Lisa Lou Show. And it releases every Tuesday. I just hit my one-year mark. So thank you for that, Kelly. Perfect. For having me here. You're an amazing host. So thank you. You're amazing. I adore you. And I'm so thankful to be in your circle. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. Until next week, keep on climbing. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytyan.com, to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.